1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mind Aware show. I'm your host, Dana Wild. And let me ask you something. Have you ever heard that phrase that sounds something like, are you tired of chasing after the urgent, but not getting the important done? Right. Why is it? It seems sometimes like so many of us were kind of just always under the gun, just trying to manage the next thing, trying to live in these noisy worlds and our noisy heads. And how do you actually slow it down and are able to focus and make space and make time? for what's really important in your life. Well, I am here with Grace Estropo. She is a mental detox expert and she is a professed crazy person, crazy busy, and who actually taught herself how to do this, taught herself how to slow down, and now teaches thousands and thousands of others how to do the same. So I'm really excited to talk with her about her process, because I think most of us know that like the last mantra we want to keep saying is I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, right? (laughs) So welcome, Grace. So good to have you here.
2: It's a total pleasure. This is the best way to start my morning.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more. I'm so excited to talk with you about this topic because I have to tell you, I think most people, maybe the number one issue we get from people is this idea of, I don't have time. I don't have focus. I don't have clarity. Like it all seems to go really hand in hand. Is that your finding too? I mean, what do you think about that? Is it just because our our world is so noisy or what's the
2: deal? I definitely see that everywhere. My, um, people who work with me are, you know, go getter driven. Most of them are women. So they, they are achievers and they are people who are always seeking out what's next. What should, in a way, they keep themselves busy because that's their identity. You know, I do things. I get things done. So in that, in that sense, for people who are structured like us, you know, type A, go getters driven, People want to get things done and also have a life of fulfillment you know have a life of success. Um, we fall into the trap of always filling our space, our time, and our mind with information.
1: yeah, and you really
2: more 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 means more achievement, but it's not doesn't necessarily equate.
1: I want to pull something out of what you said, because I think it's really the powerhouse nugget that we should explore here, or at least start with, is you said something like, in our doing, that becomes our identity. So the our yeah. identity becomes like, I get stuff done, I'm busy, I'm involved in all these things. And so could you speak to that a little bit more about the difference between, uh, maybe we're talking about the difference between being a human doing and a human being, right?
2: Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. You know, I think that we live in a, I mean, for sure in Western society, it's there, I'll give you, I'll give you a story. So I have been an expat several times in my life. I'm officially from Latin America and Panama and I've lived in Europe as well and I lived in Mexico and the last round of moving, I came back from three years in Europe and I landed in Denver, Colorado. And, you know, I started networking and going to certain events to just figure out what I wanted to do when I landed in Denver. And the number one question after what's your name is, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? do do? So no wonder that our identity here, at least in America, right, in North America, I think it's very similar in Canada based on the stories of my clients, is what do you do with who you are? Whereas in Europe or in South America, for sure, it's more like, oh, what's your name? And where's your family? Oh, beautiful. And what do you like to do? And, you know, what you do comes down like the fifth or sixth question. Right, right. Definitely true for North America, right? Right, which is very different here. So understandably, we are under that kind of scope here. It's more like, what's your name? What do you do? Oh, and that kind of establishes things. But the problem is, if we don't question that and if we don't make room for the other parts of ourselves, like playfulness and relaxation and rest and some joy, we... There's just no way around it. We're just in burnout. And most women who come and work with me through this program I have called Breathing Room are women who say, I'm tapped out. I'm maxed out. I'm running a business. I have kids. I run the household as well with a really good partner, but I still really am the one responsible. And I travel and this and that. And they're exceptional. Everybody thinks they're doing amazing, but they are feeling like something's got to give. Because they know that at that pace, what's left out of the picture is themselves.
1: Well, so let's talk about that right now. So what then is the first step? Everything you just said, you know, people are going to hear that. And a certain number of people, women and men are are going to raise their hand. They're going to go, yeah, I get that. That's me. So now what? What do I do? What's the first step in kind of quieting everything down a little bit relaxing getting some space in your life because as, as you know with train your brain too we know that you're building your business when you're walking in nature as much or more than you're building your business when you're at the computer I mean that's we, we totally get that so what is the first step for most busy people
2: yeah I think that one aspect of this is mindset and changing a habit within within your mindset, will ha- having your mindset help you change certain habits. And the other one is literally scheduling in non-go-get-it time. <laughs> and we'll get to that in a second, but I want to talk about this um, mindset piece. And one is... You know, for most of us, our to-do list will never really end. You know, you, you, you scratch some things off and it's like, oh, I feel amazing. And then the next day it adds. And it's just this life. And in a way, the way we're driven, it, it'll never change. So we have to change our relationship to that and recognize that. There are times in between, and this is what I talk about all the time. So we all, depending on our circumstances, we have time when we're driving. I consider that a time in between. We have time where we're waiting for our kids to come out of whatever activity they're doing. We have time when we're waiting for a phone call. There's times in between in life. And right now, it's likely that what we're doing with that time in between is we're on autopilot and filling ourselves with more information. Yes, right. For most people, minutes, more as entrepreneurs that work from home, that time in between is spent on social media, reading another article on what they should be doing, but they think they're not doing in their business. You know, there's just more consumption or the TVs in the background with the news that are completely overwhelming. Or,
1: or their busy mind. Or their busy mind. Exactly. They're just letting it go and go and go on just autopilot rather
2: than taking that time to focus, right? Exactly. So my number one advice is figure out what your times in between are, you know, like, okay, in my real life, that looks like between here and here and here and here. And that's 15, 20, 30 minutes a day. Find your decompression tool and insert it in that time. And that could look like there's so much you could journal, you could play music and just dance it out. You could meditate. You could follow one of the gazillion meditations online. You could tap. You could just close your eyes, put your feet up against the wall and breathe. You could call a friend and actually have human connection and not just information. You could, I mean, it's so varied depending on who we are. Some people like to knit. I can't even stand the thought of it. You know what I mean? But all of those things that are unitasking, one thing The focus is on one thing and not on problem solving, calms your mind, helps you find flow state and decompresses you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that because we all have that time. And, you know, you can even do it while you're doing like this idea of just stopping to breathe, just breathing and being focused in the present moment. It makes such a huge difference. But what I love about what you're saying, Grace, is being proactive in it. Like sitting down proactively and looking like, okay, during my day, when are those times when I've usually got that downtime? So is there anything else that we can do to be more proactive about getting those quiet times? Because let me see if I've got this right. What I hear you saying is, if we can make more space in our life for space, then the other areas of our life are going to automatically improve. Is that right?
2: Yes, um, you know, for in terms of clarity and focus, I'll give you an example. Yesterday I was on a, I, I was coaching someone and she said to me, Grace, like normally I'm super duper, you know, effective. And right now I don't know what's going on. I can't It's like I can't get my groove back. I know I have clarity of what I need to do, but I can't get into focus. And, you know, all sorts of time management. She knows the deal. She knows how to focus on three top priorities a day. She's got it, like she's at that level, but what was going on was emotional. If we are sitting on a pile of things that we're not dealing with, or we haven't had an opportunity to address and feel and release, then your mind can't stay focused on what's in front of you. I mean, even before being entrepreneurs, probably most of us at some point were employees in a company, and you've known the experience of just sitting next to a colleague, and it's like they can't quite... Or or it might have been us. I know for sure I have had that experience of, like, I'm not quite getting into the week here because something personal is going on. Mm-hmm. So there's an aspect of that. We can't ignore the connection between emotions and your mental capacity, and it's not just all mindset. So if that's the case, call someone that you can vent with, you know, journal it out, meditate it out, cry it out, whatever your outlet is, if you feel like, okay, I, I really, I got this. I know what I have to be doing. And, and somehow you can't quite get yourself there. There's an emotional block that's getting in the way of clarity and focus. And also the other advice I have is related to, yes, being intentional is definitely the key here. I think, for example, we all think or we all recognize that taking care of our physical bodies is our responsibility. Would you agree? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, like, okay, I know I need to drink water, I need to know I need to move my body, and I know I need to get enough sleep. Those are like basic tenets. But in terms of taking care of our mind and our emotions, we leave it to when we have to. When there's a problem and it's not working. We're not as intentional and as proactive about and this is why your work is so important, I feel, because it's teaching habits to proactively go in there and go wait let's straighten this out wait what care do i need in there yeah. wait you know and then all the different ways that that can happen and my work is similar from the perspective it's just making sure we're in alignment mind body spirit you know and and a lot of the mental noise that we experience is coming from outside so just like we throw out the trash hopefully in our homes on the daily, just like we throw out old food from the fridge, we need to throw out excess unnecessary commentary that we have accumulated.
1: (laughs) Unnecessary commentary is putting it mildly, right? I love that. That's so true. You know, I remember when I was first starting to study this back in my 20s really heavily, and I remember hearing this idea that so many of us, We're feeling stressed because we have so many unprocessed emotions. You know, we spend all day just reacting, 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 and we don't give ourselves that space to just process things in whatever way is possible. Some people do tapping to release emotion, all sorts of things, like you said. So I'm wondering if you can address something that you just mentioned a second ago that I know is going to be a buzzword for a lot of people that heard it, but you said something about being able to turn off the noise at night, like when you go to bed turn off your mine at night can you speak to that a little bit about like how to do that because I know everybody myself maybe is the only one but you've had that experience where you go I wish I had an off button (laughs) right so let's talk about that
2: I love that you asked this this is one of my favorite things to talk about and it came about because I you know I go I do a lot of speaking and I go into a lot of companies and do conferences and workshops and over and over and over people would say grace Everything you're teaching to do throughout the day, I feel like that's good. I can do it. I see myself doing it. But what the heck do I do at night? Like the only way I can chill out is if I have a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. And I went, okay, but here's the thing wine actually gets in the way of your capacity to sleep well. Alcohol does. It's just proven, it's scientifically proven. So I started testing and testing and testing with several of my clients. Let's try this, let's try that. And I came up with this. Routine that takes about eight to nine minutes could be 10 if you want it to be. And it essentially is an opportunity to at the end of the day, just like you would come home and throw away food that's not good, you want to throw away the excess overload in your mind. And it's as simple as this you put two pieces of paper in front of you, you go into a place in your house or wherever where you're not going to be interrupted for 10 minutes, and you let yourself Write and write and write. And one piece of paper is just like, oh my God, there was so much traffic and I'm tired and da 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 All of the thoughts in your mind, whether they're useful, important, significant or not, does not matter. We do not edit a thing. We just empty out. And then on the next piece of paper, completely separate, is more of a running list of things that are like, we're out of milk. I need to make sure I buy milk. Oh, right, I forgot to send that email. So a to-do list starts getting created on the other one. Because here's the thing, your mind is a muscle and it really responds to your training, which you know this very well. So if we start to train our mind like, hey, listen, you don't have to hold on to all this information. You received a lot of input today and you can release quite a bit of it. Within a couple of repetitions of this exercise, your mind starts going, I need to empty out. Could you please help me empty out? And then you actually have a possibility of laying in bed and falling asleep instead of tossing and turning for an hour because that excess information is trying to be processed. Right. Totally.
1: Totally get it. Yeah. Very nice, Grace. I love it. So um, let's do this because I want everybody to make sure that you can connect with Grace personally. So for those of you that are just joining us, I'm talking to Grace Estropo. She is a mental detox expert and you can find her over at BoostYourZen.com. BoostYourZen.com like Z-E-N or Z-E-N for those of you in Canada and around the world, actually. I think we're the only ones that say Z. So, com. Go check out Grace Estropo. She's got all sorts of different ways that you can play with her in her sandbox over there. Just go in, opt in, get to know her, get familiar. Because really, you know, this is something that if we're not proactive in our own lives with regards to the space we have, then who's going to be, you know, who's going to be proactive. This is your life, right? You've got to be able to live it. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk to our Facebook audience. For those of you that don't know, we are live here every Tuesday and Thursday at 9am Pacific time on Facebook and you can join in on the conversation. Just come on over. If you want to know when we go live, just go to DanaWild.com updates and what will happen is you can sign up for an update there so I give you a ping and let you know. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the strategies you can use to start focusing on the important and letting go of that urge and get rid of that noise just like you'd throw out that old food. We'll be right back.
0: You know how Dana is always saying that feeling good is the most important thing you can do to build your business? Well, one way to feel good is to get a daily mantra sent to your email every day. You'll get new ideas for your own personal mantras, and these daily mantras will start your day with a positive jolt. To get your daily mantra, go to danawild.com mantra, or text 44222 with the word mantras. That's mantras with an S on the end. That's text number 44222 with the word mantras. That's M A N. T R A S, or just go online to danawild.com/slash-mantra to get your daily mantra today. Start your day feeling good, so you can take positive, intentional action in your business.
1: Hello, hello! Welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. This is Dana Wild, your host, and I am here with Grace Estrapo, and we are talking about. Boosting your Zen. We're talking about getting more space in your life. In fact, you can find her over at BoostYourZen.com, BoostYourZen.com. She is a mental detox expert and really Grace's message or what we've been talking about this interview is the idea that we have to be more proactive in our lives in with regards to finding space for ourselves emotionally And mentally and actually physically, like really creating space, that it's in that space that that's where real life is. That's where we really enjoy what we're doing. And that's also where we're more productive. Like who doesn't want more clarity, more focus, more happiness. I mean, I'll take a six pack of that. Thank you. (laughs) So Grace, let's talk about that. How about clarity? How do you find that boosting your zen actually gives you more clarity let's talk about some processes
2: the number one thing I have to say about this is we sometimes when I ask clients you know so what's next what's your current focus and they they start talking about all the things that they're doing right so this is a perfect example of you know we're so busy with what's right in front of us that we can't quite have clarity over what's you know, what do we really want over the next six months? And what do we really want over the next two years? And the the thing here is, what is your current practice to have distance every day from the busyness? And the practice can be all of what you currently teach, now, you know. And I think that for people, I want to give them permission to... Test and and kind of test drive different practices to establish, okay, right now in this phase of my life, it's more tapping or it's more this or it's more that and allow it to flow. A lot of people say, my morning routine is what really gives me that. Beautiful. So let your morning routine ever flow depending on what you need. But without a doubt, it is an intentional. We have to create this like buffer and room where we are not in the go, go, go problem solving mode so that the best ideas can come, so that creativity can, like, you know, really be fueled, and that could be a walk-in nature, that could be a kickboxing class, that could be happy hour with your friends, it varies significantly by uh, by our lifestyle and our needs in the moment, and then the thing about it is, again, is similar to what we talked about earlier, there's a certain amount of information in our brain that is, and this is how the brain works as well, it's, It is a machine that processes information and creates tabs and it creates labels and it helps us process the world and keep us organized. And then there's a part of the brain that's very creative and it's spacious and it can make association between things. We want to be in touch with that part of our brain as often as we can because most of the time when we're in problem solving mode, we get really tunnel vision. Right. And it's just like, okay, next, next, next. Like, that's what the to do list makes us do. Next, 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 next. And we rarely go, whew, what's really crucial this month? Do you know what's kind of
1: funny list. about it? Is I never thought of this before, but I'm having a little epiphany right now in the middle of what we're talking about. And what we've just defined and what I've realized now is that focus is the complete opposite of clarity. You know, clarity yeah. is something you get when you've got space, and then you take that clarity and then you focus and you can do what you want with it. But I never really thought about that before. I'm going to start saying that because it's really an interesting juxtaposition. You never get a good idea when you're focused on your to do list. You get the good ideas when, even when you're driving in your car, like you're driving to the grocery store, you might get a good idea, or when you're in the shower or when you're, you know, doing the dishes, or all of those spaces where we're just doing nothing, that's when the good ideas come. So I really like that. Now, you alluded to something early on, and I'd love to get your ideas on a process for this. You said, we don't often look at what we're doing three months from now, or two years from now, or five years from now, like, what do we want? And so are you suggesting that we kind of build in time for is it a daydream list rather than a to-do list for two years down the road, or or how would you, daydream, vision, what, what are you looking at here?
2: Absolutely. I think it's absolutely crucial, especially if you own and run and the business is essentially you, that there is priority on time, whether that happens once a month or once a quarter, where you leave your regular environment of, just your desk and your computer. Oh, ideally, if you even need your laptop somewhere and you go somewhere else, ideally facilitated. You know, a lot of trainers and coaches and masterminds do this, but it doesn't have to be. You could print out a series of questions in a worksheet and take yourself out of your current environment and allow some room for that part of your brain that's not in the go, 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 do, 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 to go, huh? Is this really working that way, you know, to help your brain connect dots and normally in your go, 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 focus time, it wouldn't. Because what you're looking at, to look at three months, six months, 12 months, is the creative part of your brain. And what you said earlier is completely real about the creative versus the focus. So flow state, which is what most people consider being quite focused, happens when we are in repetitive motion, right? So that's why athletes and you know people who are into sports, you know like they go swimming or they go biking or they go running, anything that's this repetitive motion and like a uni task, all they're doing is they're doing that one activity, physical activity like that, helps that part of the brain kind of come into the forefront, and then you're just like, and you get these insane ideas. And amazing solutions to things that you probably have been sitting in your desk working with your team and trying and trying and all of a sudden there's like it just drops into your brain and you're like I never saw it that way <laughs> the look is
1: exactly the look right it's like
2: and it can, <laughs> what's interesting is that information comes when we usually are in physical movement or driving or washing the dishes Think about it. Most of the time you're doing something with your body and your, your mind isn't engaged in the same busy mode. There's another part of it that becomes, comes to the forefront. And that's the part where ideation, creativity, um, real problem solving comes from. So most of the time when I hear people, even executives, they're like, we've been dealing with this for six months. We can't figure it out. I say, take your whole team out. Go do some team activity. Get out of the office. You know, leave, leave the workspace, go, you guys go have, go, go on a hike, whatever the team environment, go bowling, just leave that because there's like a lockdown in the brain where like in, you know, we gotta figure this out, we gotta figure, and that's not where the information comes from. And also, there's a connection with the body. So, this is why we have to we, that way we have to make space and take care of ourselves, whether through EFT or exercise or a combination of things, because we can't ignore the connection between the body and the mind
1: I and the emotion. Agree. I couldn't agree more, Grace. Thank you so much. Well, I have Careful. really, really enjoyed this. Do you have any parting advice for everybody?
2: Oh, my goodness. Every single day, take out the trash in your mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. That is so good. And that should be a bumper sticker. You can that just put me down. You know you can have all rights to that idea of the bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the trash in your mind. Totally true. I love it. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I am. I'm here talking to Grace Estropo, but I want to give you her website. Make sure to head over to BoostYourZen.com. com. Grace Estropo, mental detox expert. And you all get what we're talking about here. This is really simpatico, but almost kind of more about being proactive about the physical time be proactive about your actual time in your day you know this goes beyond self-care this isn't about going and getting a pedicure this is about getting space for your mind this is about capitalizing on what we know about the mind-body connection this is about being present and relaxed and allowing that part of your mind that's creative to work for you and serve you and the best part about this is this is something you can do immediately right now today You can say, you know what, I can carve out five minutes, I can carve out ten minutes, I can make that list of things that I know are my things that put me in that state of mind. I can relax more. I can just stay focused and breathe for even just a few minutes and feel the shift that happens when I take that pause in my day. I can figure out the places that work for me. Start now. Start today. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And before you know it, those genius ideas are going to be coming to you. You are going to boost your zen and feel better in every moment and we'll see you next time on the Mind Aware
0: well, I don't know if this is the right analogy but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house you know like okay just walk <laughs> up the walkway you know one foot in front of the other
1: holy free holies right
0: oh they'll get my smile later later they'll think back. that crazy lady was smiling <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're doing oh, yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo
0: we're talking fresh from your juicer.
1: Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about the next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware
0: that we own a monkey.
1: Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?